0: Welcome to another beer brawl. This is Peter Kennedy of Simply Beer. This is Beer Brawl Thirty. This one is uh, brought to you by Kevin. This one's his idea. This is the uh, Session Challenge beer
1: brawl. He throws me right under the bus yep. right <laughs> off the
0: bat. So if this is a horrible podcast, it's all Kevin's fault.
1: But if you're but if you're watching Super Bowl next week, these are great beers.
0: <laughs> so in in, in the uh, flavor of the Super Bowl coming up, you know we like to drink beers, but uh, we're gonna kick it back and uh, try a session challenge. So uh, Kevin's idea here was we all pick two session beers, bring them to the table, and uh, see who session beer is the best. So I guess our only rule was uh, under 5.5%. So we got a whole bunch under 5.5%. We can think we're doing seven beers. So uh, you know, one person here, (laughs) John.
2: Um. (laughs) (laughs) I blew it and forgot to bring the winner. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, couldn't think of a beer under 5.5. Uh. <laughs> Tonight we have uh, Kevin from the liquor outlets joined us once again. Uh, we got Jim from the uh, the beer and Bur- beer and whiskey brotherhood. I know uh, Don likes to do a lot of bourbons. It's not bourbon, Mike.
3: Yeah, yeah, he's a big <laughs> bourbon
0: guy. <laughs> and then we have uh, John Hoyes uh, from Hunter and Distributing. Uh, he's uh, here joining us as well. So it's gonna be fun. We have uh, a Left Hand Sawtooth, Avery Red Point Ale, Victory Lager, Victory Prima Pills, uh, Anchor Steam, trogue's Pale Ale, and Stone Levitation. So We've got actually an interesting spectrum of session beers, I think.
1: Very true. I don't think it's really a bad beer here in the bunch, you know? It's... Uh
0: well, I think we need to determine that. So let's get started. You
2: know, <laughs> we're how?
0: just going
1: to have to do it. It's, yeah. it's a dirty job, but somebody to. I mean, we can, to we can
0: just pick a winner and you know be done with it and not taste anything.
2: But yeah. I mean, well, what fun would that be? Okay.
0: Oh, not fun at all. All right, so first up, we're going to take a shot here at this uh, sawtooth that uh, Kevin has uh, donated to the cause here. <laughs> I love this beer
2: My little guttural moan yeah, was It was like a little giveaway yeah. <laughs> mm. I wonder who brought this one <laughs> Sawtooth <laughs> This is a pretty good beer Ooh. Thank you, Doctor
0: So the Sawtooth, this is a uh, ESB And I chip myself on the pour But that's okay so notice we're all
3: looking at you going, oh, that's really too bad. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're lost. <laughs> just a second bottle, don't worry.
0: Jim, door's over there, Joe. <laughs>
3: Watch
0: the window. It's a little faster. <laughs> yeah, that first step's a deuce. Smells like an ESB. It
1: does. got this nice malt like right up yeah, front. Yeah, lots of malt. Little, little hops coming in.
0: Caramel sweetness.
1: Maybe it's
2: my glass, maybe I'm just getting over-cold. Well, I am getting over-cold, but I'm, just, I'm not getting a lot of nose on this. It's, I mean, the nose is fairly subtle.
0: I, I don't find it to be that subtle at all, especially for the style. I mean, it's not a very aromatic style no, the begin my with. nose is
2: still just clogged.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think the nose is quite inviting, actually.
3: It's a very complete beer for one with a lower ABV.
0: So what, what's the ABV on this, Kevin? Um, yes, you brought it. They claim they claim.
1: They claim four point <laughs> four eight percent. So just under four or five. So they. They is in left hand oh. left hand brewing company claims.
0: So this was bottled on a big smudge. <laughs> it does have a bottle on date, but uh, completely unreadable.
2: August twenty fifth, oh nine. Good eyes. Holding wow. up nicely. <laughs> Impressive. I've had a lot of practice reading left-hand <laughs> bottle dates. <laughs> so not an uncommon problem then. <laughs> well, no, it, it was more of a problem in, in years past. We've actually done a lot um, at Hunter and kind of try to change that and keep everything really as fresh as possible. It's, it's, that,
0: it's pretty smooth. It's, it's got a lot of like flavor right up front, and then it kind of, I don't know, it's kind of
3: it's got a nice bitter to it too and I it think it just kind of fizzles little, out in the end. a little dry the finish
2: almost feels a little watery
3: yeah it just
2: makes you want another one
3: like oh,
0: actually yeah it kind of makes me want to drink another sip to kind of get that flavor right it makes in you it. want yeah. to go faster
3: which I don't know if that's the point of a session beer
1: I think the session beers kind of keep you uh you know, in this case, watching the game. You know, you want to be able to sit there and make it through to fourth quarter. You're not going to do that with Dark Lord.
0: Definitely a lot of caramel, uh, the caramel maltness. It's real buttery.
1: I bring this. When I bring this beer to a party. It usually goes over real well with people. You know, they're.
0: Yeah, it's it's completely, you know, a, a, an unoffensive beer. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, it it tastes pretty good. It just kind of the end, the finish of it's kind of a. A little bit of a letdown, but uh, overall, I think it's, you know, it's a pretty good tasting beer and, you
1: know, well, hops when are, you can
0: keep drinking and drinking.
1: When you have a beer that's been around, sitting on a shelf for a little while, like this one probably has, um, hops are usually the first thing that disappears.
0: These really the hops they generally use in ESBs, you know, like the Williamette and uh, they, they're, they're not that aromatic mm. to begin with. Yeah, they're Usually, they're just in there for some bittering.
1: I think they do say Willamette. No.
0: What do they use for hops in there?
1: Magnum. Willamette, there it is. Goldings and Cascade.
0: I'm surprised that I didn't get any of the Cascade hops in this
1: beer. That's a much. It's like they're using it do like pepper. We're going to use it like pepper. <laughs> There it goes.
0: Well, that um, Williamette generally, in a lot of times, will give it a little bit of a a spicy pepper. Actually, it's a a hop that works pretty well with Cascade, so Mm. I'm surprised that uh, there's not a lot of Cascade in
3: the aroma. Something else that strikes me about the the list of beers that we have here, too, is that they're all really good um, entry beers into the world of craft brews.
0: I think so. I I think that's one of the things we'll find when we get to the end, is that all of these are... For the most part, non offensive. Um, they're not huge in flavors, um, but they have, well, that may change a little bit when we get to some of the hoppier ones, but uh, you know, they are tend to be malty and not huge, bready, or thick mouthfeels. Uh, so, you know, I, I think it would appeal to a wider spectrum of
2: people. See, now that I've let it warm up a little bit, I do get more of a uh, nose on it,
3: I do get more of an aroma. If only it weren't so cold. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was actually pretty chilly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We put that it was on ice for ten minutes. Ten and then, minutes. <laughs> this is a good start. Don't wake our taste buds up. All right. So next one we're going to try is uh, Victory Lager. Kevin also brought this one. And it's quite a transition from the last beer. Uh, the ESB was, uh, you know, pretty, you know, a nice amber color. And this one here is almost like radioactive yellow. It's <laughs> <If I get, laughs> very straw-colored, it's, right? It's a very straw-colored beer. Is it
2: Mountain
1: Dew or Victory Lager? Right. Well, well, with the foam looks like, on there. Looks like Mountain Dew, but smells like lager. It, smells it just like smells lager. like a lager. Yes, it does. <laughs> it smells, it smells like all I can really use to describe this is
0: German. It's actually got a fairly decent nose on it. Now, what do they classify this as? Is this an American lager, or they call it a Pilsner style? They're saying or?
1: Munich Helles. Helles. So they're they're gu- I think they were gunning for like that uh, um Augustiner kind of a thing, and I think they, in my opinion, they came up pretty pretty close to it. So you can definitely
0: smell the hops in this beer. It's noble hops.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, they call it a Helles. Hellas style lager. Is what the label says
1: the same German hops, so what would that be, like Hallertauer and, uh...
0: Yeah. Saz. Saz. Yeah. Those are probably, those are the two big ones.
3: Super clean.
2: Yeah.
0: As it should be. Mm. It's, it's almost... I mean, this is a really... You talk about light mouthfeel. I mean, this is... If you want to, you know, get somebody off of Budweiser or course, I mean this is definitely yes. love, a beer to go to because this is it's 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 got a fairly good aroma and you know the flavor is much better than said adjunct lager, um, <laughs> much, much better. said adjunct lager.
2: <laughs> no, it's,
0: yeah, it's still um, you know I guess I'm just so used to drinking beers with huge tons of flavor and you know, big, giant 10%, 12% beers, that, right. you know, this is just, you know, really kind of a shock to my system at the point. Yeah,
3: you know? it's it's sort of like Bud without the wince, you know, um, <laughs> I was actually, I was actually drinking one of these last Sunday with my friend Frank, and, and, uh, his wife's family are big Bud drinkers. They, they drink Bud, they watch the Yankees, and mm-hmm. they're unrepentant about the whole thing, and, uh, we were, the we're no. <laughs> no. My point is, my we're point, point is, that window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. i have batting a thousand tonight. Two strikes. Yeah, yeah. but the, the point is, the, the point is that, that they like what they like, and it's you know it, it's sort of part of the family tradition. And so uh, my friend's a, a beer guy, and we put different things in front of these people, trying to, to move them towards a, a better grade of beer, and they've sort of rebuffed them all. But I think we we both agreed in my kitchen while we were having this that this is a beer that even people who are like hardcore, hard bud-focused people can really enjoy. And, this, uh, I've tried doing a blind tasting with them. And, you know,
0: this and that, and you know, they might, this has just got a lot, it's got a lot more flavor mm-hmm. to it. I mean, this is this is really an easygoing beer. It's gonna, um, you know, not really, what's the, do you know what the alcohol is on this?
1: This one's a little higher, it's like 4.7. 4.7? Four seven. Or 4.8, 4.8.
0: You know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice, easy drinking beer. It goes down real smooth. It's clean. It's crisp. Um, it's definitely got that um, kind of clean, slightly malty, little bit bitter, you know, flavor to it. Nice, nice, bready aftertaste. Yeah. It's really... As John's falling asleep over here. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, not at all.
1: Now, this is when I think of a German lager. I used to think of, like, Weinsteffaner, um, Augustiner, things like that, and then this, this is, like, right up there on that same kind of a level, like, just clean, crisp, refreshing.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is very, very close to the German tradition. Absolutely.
1: Very do you, good. Do you remember some of my favorites are German, <laughs> German no, I, I, I
0: think this is, you know, if it wasn't so cold out today, if it was, you know, maybe... 50 degrees warmer. Is it, <laughs> it is like 10 degrees outside yeah. right now. And <laughs> so we had that window open. Yeah, that would be, you uh, know. Yeah. That, it, it definitely if goes. we
1: drank this at the first podcast we recorded up here. Yeah, no
0: kidding.
1: Nobody would have complained. Yeah, the ice probably, was we'd, it. We'd probably probably yeah. drank a see, case I, I'd like to put this up
2: against like, you know, some of like the German beers, like the or like Mars Hell, mm-hmm. and a couple others in, in, that, in that nature, in that vein, just to see how it stacks up against you know what the what the imports are, are producing, and what they you know what the tradition is supposed to be.
0: Sounds like another podcast. <laughs> it sounds like another podcast. <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm writing right here, revisit with German beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? When the summer comes
1: around, it's nice and warm out. And... I'd love to put this up against like Weinsdorfer and Augustiner.
0: So, next up is my first selection, which is the uh, Victory Prima Pils, which is a German style pilsner. Um, I don't remember the ABV on here. It's around five two, I think, maybe five three.
2: What do you got for us, uh, there, uh, Light Lord of the Pills? <laughs> 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 oh,
1: Makes
0: that's a sad. good beer. Yeah, this is uh, this is kind of one of my go-to beers, um, especially if I'm at a bar and. Sometimes at bars they have this on tap, and I really don't like anything else they have. This is always a good go-to. Mm. You know, it's, it's got a lot of aroma. So I'm, I'm being a lot more
3: positive in my <laughs>
1: intro into this. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, call, I call this the Hop-Heads Lager.
3: I, you know, I when when you told me about this and we were picking beers and such, my first thought was Prima Pills, but you had already picked it, so I went in a different direction. But it's uh, this is probably my go-to session as well.
0: Oh yeah, I love this you know lots of lots of hops to it, but they're not um' not like i p a hops they're yeah. like you know the the uh Saas hops are really spicy
3: yeah dry it got playful. lots of oh.
0: lots of spice to it, lots of bitterness to it, it's a very dry beer um and it's light in the palate all you're left with is hops. So, yeah. if it's you really like got hops, that
3: clean hop yeah. finish to yeah. it. Yeah, it's
1: really. Yeah, it's definitely the price of the hop heads. Yeah, yeah hop head also, summer beer. I
0: think they also put Hallertau in
1: here. It says all, all European, so Saz, no. Hallertau. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's sort of satisfying at every phase of the the beer drinking experience. It's got a beautiful nose to it. You know, it, it looks nice enough. Um,
0: I mean, it looks like a Pilsner, but it is a lot of
3: that mm. kind of radioactive yellow. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little but it's like also a cloudier, cl- than. Feels right?
2: like a sneaker. A
3: l- l- little bit more cloudy, though, unless my glass is just dirty. Um, uh, I think your glass is dirty, actually.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Light Lord yeah. of the Pils. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Poor Kevin, out. he's <laughs> taking a
1: beating tonight. I know, I've, God, I've, I've got up three shades to white. Pretty You're drinking straight water by the
2: end of the night. We started out drinking. Oh, no, you didn't. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I find that most people either they're going to like hops or they're never going to like hops. And you can try to introduce them to hops as long as you want, but. If they can't get over that bitterness and they can't appreciate it, then it's pointless.
3: But it depends on just wasting beer. It depends on if if it's if it's sweeter or if it's more piney and, and drier. I think I, I think there's a, there's a difference. I think the sweeter the hop flavor, the better chance of acceptance you have. I, I think the a piney hop flavor is a little bit more sophisticated. It's not a good place to start, but
0: usually well, sweetness get, can make up for a lot. But to the ones that are spicy and peppery like this one, they're. I, th- I don't know, it's kind of, there's so many different flavors that hops can bring into a beer, it's hard to say what people like and aren't, aren't going to like. I mean, if you like grapefruit, it's, you know, but you're probably going to like those American IPAs. If you don't like grapefruit, you may not like them, and you, but if you like, kind of like spicy food, maybe some of these hoppier pills are, you know, maybe a direction you could go, um, or, you know, some of the farmhouse ales and so forth. Sure. You know, mm. or more peppery, more peppery, pepperyer. More,
2: more pepper.
3: <laughs> more pepperer.
2: <laughs> more gooder. <laughs> we keep <Wicked> gooder.
0: <laughs> this is definitely an A plus plus beer. <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Shall we> stop? <laughs> is that it? Yeah, we're, uh, we're, and we're that's we're all around. we have for our beer brawl thirty.
2: Tune in next time when you'll see right. <laughs> this number thirty.
0: The yeah. number thirty. Wow.
2: Beer Today's ball. beer brawl was brought to you by the number thirty and the letter K. All
0: right. So next up, we're gonna try the uh, Red Point Avery or Avery's Red Point Ale, and uh, John brought this one to us tonight. So, would you like to uh, describe this it? This is
2: five point two percent amber ale. Um, it's got a good hot profile to it. It's I basically call it like the Colorado version of Troke's Hotback. Which is fantastic, but it's mm-hmm. low enough in ABV where I think Trove is actually like six and a half.
1: <laughs> it's of, yeah, to I to qualify. This is a big beer. This is this, this is monster a monster of a beer. Yeah. Right up front, like just even like the a nose, multi, multi sweet. Yeah. Bam.
2: Yeah. I, I like a multi sweet. Yeah. Wow.
0: This is this <laughs> for sure a multi sweet. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, when Lagunitas was still making it, Censored was the favorite, my favorite beer that they produced is that it had that huge, huge caramel malt base to it, and it's, it's also
3: got a pretty good cool. head on it too.
2: Yeah, nice lacing.
3: Yeah, it's got kind of a light body, which is neat.
2: All this in a five point two percent alcohol beer. Yeah,
3: it's it, it, it's fairly
0: hoppy, on the, on the in the aroma. You it, know, it's got that big malt me. flavor to it, yeah. though. It, you know, to yeah. to me, I can smell the hops right. You know, right, tons of malt, but I can smell the hops right through it.
1: This would be yeah. the malt bomb, right? And,
0: and it's but got, it's it's
2: still pretty nicely balanced. It too. is.
0: It's got it's got a, a well. You know what? It's got a ton of bitterness on the on the end as well. Yeah. Which is is really nice because it that
2: sweet nose. You know, and as Jim pointed out, it doesn't have that like if, looking at the color, you would expect it to be a bigger bodied beer. Yeah. But it's it's
3: very and a, sessionable. And head on it too is really it's, 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 it's very thick, sessionable. So. It's a
0: winter yeah.
2: session beer.
3: You know. Like, it's like it's like a really good like diet food that tastes like the real one, (laughs) you know what I mean, it's it's got all the flavor and all the character and stuff, but just a little bit lighter on the palate, and it's uh, like you said, very sessionable, so it's a a good beer if you really like a a nice flavorful beer.
0: Yeah, I'm impressed. You have chosen wisely. <laughs>
1: yeah. he, puts one, he puts his one beer up there. He's like, I'll, I'll bring only one.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm actually a little upset I didn't bring the Avril. It's, it would be a, a complete change of pace from all these beers, because it's, it's like a, an under 4% Belgian table beer.
0: I think that's what we call it, beer de table, something yeah, like that. Beer de table. Yeah.
1: They actually got, wow. Yeah. I got to take a trip over there one day. We got to get Well, it. they have—they
2: need something for the 13-year-olds mm. to drink, and that's right. it.
3: It's a Belgian driving but beer. 13,
2: you know, <laughs> yeah. The 13-year-olds can drink over there. I forgot. The 13-year-olds can drive, too. What's the problem? Yeah.
3: <laughs> they make it especially for the cup holders in so, the car.
1: though so, so we're speaking about Americans here. I can—I wouldn't give a 13-year-old American much of anything.
3: You know? Jim, I brought you some sour beers. Yeah, good. It's time. <laughs> I, I think that's probably, you know, gonna, Beer Brawl 31. We're going to cure <laughs> Time you. me down and pour them <laughs> down the, the gullet.
2: Okay, that one I'm in for. <laughs> See?
3: We can do one where I break out. Uh,
0: we can raid our cellars. The Cellar Sour Beer Challenge.
2: There you go. <laughs> that's, you'd kick my ass, but that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm kind of I could bring out, out my uh, Allagash Vagabond. You know, what, you, know what I,
0: you know what I found in a
2: store like two days ago? Um, it was the last one on the shelf. It was a, a Balladin uh, Nora Sour 05.
0: Wow. Where'd you find that? Uh,
2: in Canals in uh, Burlington. Yeah. Just sitting there. Yeah. The last one. And I. the guy yelled at me for buying it, too. He's like, you're going to take my last N- Nora Sour? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I have any more in the back? <laughs>
0: Up next uh, first entry by uh, Jim and this mm-hmm. is the uh, anchor steam which is uh, a California common basically a, a California common is a uh, lager it, it's it's a you know, lager yeast fermented at warmer temperatures right. in essence so instead of fermenting you know at the upper 30s 40, 40 degrees this is probably fermented I think 57 58 degrees. Um, so
3: Thank you. So this actually isn't my pick. This is my brother Don's okay.
0: pick. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll clarify that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is so. Don, Don from, he's in Boise? Boise. 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 Yeah, yeah. My, brother, <laughs> my brother's
3: out in Boise. And uh, w- w- when you invited me to this and said we could bring two, I thought it would be cool because we do the blog together that he could pick one. And uh, <clears throat> so when I asked him, his real session beer is Dead Guy Ale. But that's like a six point five or whatever. So
1: the guy, yeah. does, the guy does the guy drink whiskey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the whiskey guy. So for
3: him that's nothing. Uh, that's you know sitting on his sitting on his head. But um, so when I you know I gave him the criteria 5.5 or below, he said, you know, he said anchor steam. So the other thing that about beers like this, you know, these beers have some character and some flavor and there's interesting things about them. But I think emotion plays a part in like beers that you like and I think it's especially true with session beers. So I was sharing this theory with him that, that you know, the way you, you first tasted a beer uh, impacts upon how much you like that beer. You know what I mean? If you're really in the mood for something and you have it at that moment, that's going to be one of your favorite beers, etc., etc. So session beers, I, I think it has to do with the, the times that you've had while drinking the beer. And I, I, I ran that past him and he said, oh my God, you're right. He's like, the first time he had this, it was on tap in San Francisco. He was having dinner with a friend and his wife on a beautiful summer's night and they went walking through parks yeah. and holding hands and singing songs or whatever, but the point is that, that the associations... <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So he, and Nirvana ensued. Yeah, yeah, but, but the associations he has with this beer are so positive, it's, it, it's you know sort of why he chose it, and I thought that was kind of interesting.
2: Very fruity
0: beer. I mean, the aroma on this beer... Yeah. That, I mean, it is typical for the style of beer. Um, a lot of times when you ferment yeast at warmer temperatures than what it normally ferments at, you end up with fruity flavors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Very bready, grainy mm. beer. It mm. smells better than it tastes, time, I think, you know? Since I've had this one. It has even got a little bit of bitterness on the back end. But um, not, yeah, it's, but it doesn't have like a bitter finish. <clears throat> no, a little bit of bitterness, but it's it's very grainy um, and, and real thin, almost watery.
1: It, mm.
2: It seems to be a little out of balance for me. Like it seems like the sweetness of the malt—it it, it almost seems like the beer is layered. Like as, for, as soon as you taste it, you get that that big sweetness on the malt, and then towards the back end of the of the palate, you start to get that that bitterness, and then the bitterness just dissipates, and you're left with a very dry finish.
0: Yeah. Not much else to say. Yeah, that's that's, that's exactly <laughs> the drinking
3: experience.
1: And since it's dry, you're gonna what? Want
3: it on the sip, <laughs> yeah. But this is uh, this is. I, I like smelling this beer. This is one of those beers that you can smell all day. I'm I'm really
0: not a huge fan of the aroma on this beer. It, it's 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 way too too fruity. Mm.
2: Not that there's anything wrong with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where's the <laughs>
3: fruit? It's
0: just not, I, and I don't even know what kind of fruitiness it is. And It's just like
3: this. It's almost like a subtle Twizzlers smell. A little bit. It's like almost like a little bit of like raisin. And
0: I don't know. It's just, mm. it's not. There's probably a reason why I haven't had it in eight or ten years. Right. <laughs> Any thoughts?
1: He tries not
2: to.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. That's exact. Pop this one. I like the beer, you know, but it's not going kind to of be my first choice. But there's occasions where I'll reach for a six-pack anchor and just say, you know, let's kick back and have a six-pack anchor. It's kind of like reminiscing. Like a. For a lot of people, this was probably one of the first beers they ever had as far as yeah. craft. That's probably one of the original, as far as what we got on the table. This is probably the oldest one.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah. I remember,
1: you know what's not fair to this beer? It was the one we had before. it.
3: Well if it is a competition then
1: Sure, blame me.
3: Yeah. No, the next. The next beer 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 is
1: probably gonna taste better because we had because the poor red point or poor anchor that was all Jim's strategy.
0: Yeah. That's right. (laughs) All right. Now on to Jim's second this well not Jim's first.
3: Well yeah, in in this case, yes. Uh, this one is
0: Jim's pick. Right. This is from Trogues. It's the Trogues Pale ale.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: This one I just say it's a nice little beer. This is a 5.4, so barely comes in underneath. Squeaks well, in. You know what if it's if if we're playing limbo it makes it under the bar. And that's all <laughs> <that counts. laughs>
1: This is a really good English pale ale. True enough. I was over at at Andy's corner bar a couple weeks ago, and mm. he had this uh, on tap and people were like look It's not too hoppy, but just a little more than normal. This is what yeah. he kept making yeah. people drink. I like this beer.
0: It definitely got a nice aroma.
1: Mm. A funny little thing people were talking the other day about <sighs> Trog's coming out nugget nectar, but some like, said, Why doesn't Trog's make an IPA? Okay. You spell this, you've had the hotback. right, and the nugget nectar. Do you really need another another IPA when it comes from someplace? And you look at their website what, and it what says. What is
0: nugget nectar? I thought it was an IPA. It's
1: an Imperial IPA. As it, they call an Imperial Ape, Amber Pale Ale?
0: Well, it's American Pale Ale.
1: American Pale Ale. APA.
0: American
1: Pale Ale.
0: APA? A- there's too many... There's I- too many A-P-A. IAPA? <laughs> <Imperial sighs> American Pale Ale.
1: <clears throat> I don't know. As long as people don't come in and start asking for an IPA or a DIPA. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got a type of please. <laughs> yeah, you got to go down to Walgreens yeah.
3: for that. <laughs> I'm looking for a case of Stone IPA. Do you have any IPA? Yeah. <laughs> so this this beer, it, it smells it smells really nice. It's it's hoppy and 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 aggressive a little bit. I, I think you said it right, Kevin. That it it, it kind of gets up to that wine, and but then sort of backs off of it and such. So it's very, it's, you know, very robust without you know being challenging.
0: No, no. Is this an American pale ale or an English pale ale? English. I was gonna say, because it actually smells fairly malty too. Yeah. You smells- know, and the, once you cut through the get get through the hops, there's definitely a malt presence in that aroma. And on the, on the flavor too, it's mm-hmm. actually got a little bit of a, a butteriness to it. Yeah. That's and a- kind of a
2: biscuit. <clears throat> this is yeah. really this is a wonderfully balanced beer.
1: And this is why everybody freaks out about nugget nectar, is because you have a the guys don't make garbage beer, you know. No. But they like, like what I like about trugs, though, is they, they say right on the website, we make beers that we want to drink. <laughs> that's like the exact answer to what this guy was asking me out of day. I'm like, why do they make a? Night? Well, because they don't need to. Are you buying their other beers? Then they don't need to make. Once there's some pale ale, India pale ale, what do you do? You know, buy the pale ale. You won't be disappointed. I'm starting to find a and lot. I, of I those like
0: the I like the the bitterness on this beer. It, it ends. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It, it it goes, you get it, and then it stops. It doesn't keep lingering and lingering and lingering, which I think is my only qualm I have with the Prima pills is that bitterness. It doesn't necessarily go away. No, you
2: know? in fact, I'm actually still tasting it.
0: <laughs> Whereas this one, once you're done with the sip, you got a second or two of it lingering, and then it's... It cleans right up. It, it cleans itself out, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's finish this up here. All right. All right. My my last my last pick here is the uh, Stone Levitation. And uh, the reason why I threw this in is I love hoppy beers. And as far as session beers go, there's not too many out there that have a ton of hop aroma to them. So that's why I threw this in, just to be a little different. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I was going to throw in a goose, but uh, I figured it's probably not uh, necessarily not session. Not fair. <laughs> not fair. <laughs>
1: I had, a, I had a funny nickname for this beer when it came out. I used to call it the Baby Bastard.
3: <laughs> oh, that smells good. Yeah, it's got a great aroma to it. I think Baby Bastard is a really nice way to describe it, too.
0: It actually smells like it has a lot of alcohol in it.
1: It's so deceiving, this beer.
0: It's It's got it's 4.4% ABV. And they proudly announced the... Uh, 2007 gold mineral of the uh, American Beer Festival on here. Many different places. <laughs> <It's>, it, <laughs> seriously, there's got three places on here. With the, same,
1: it. the same 2007, wow. Accolades <laughs> and gargoyles. Yep. You can't go
2: wrong. <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> this beer has an amazing finish. It just stops. It's very flavorful and then it just stops. It does. Yeah, it's, 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 which is super and, cool. But
0: it's, it's also kind of, it also has that kind of watery, with very thin mouthfeel, even though it's a, a fairly dark beer. I mean, mm. this is probably the darkest beer we've. Yeah, played.
2: it is a little bit darker uh-huh. than Red Point.
0: It's interesting. But it, it's got that same thing that Red Point had, was that looks like it's going to be a lot heavier than it mm. actually tastes.
3: It's like a bastard light.
1: In a good uh-huh. way. I'd still rather have the bastard. <laughs>
2: I've only had this beer once before, and something bothered me about it, and I, I haven't been able to put my finger on it All until right, now. All right, do tell us. <laughs> mm. You get to, like, the mid-palate, and then the beer just disappears completely.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: And I think that's what really annoys me, to no end. It. It's just a personal thing. it sure a little it bit of bitterness of things. Right, around, but, but, but I'm sure that's how they designed the beer to be, and that's fine. Just not my thing.
3: Combined with the mouthfeel, too, I think that's yeah. the other piece of it, because it's it's pretty watery, too, and so yeah. that's, you know, and again, if I hadn't had many, you know, Arrogant Bastards, um, I would say that this is a wonderful beer, but because it's so much like that, that I think it, it, it falls a little short, which probably isn't fair to the beer either. So,
0: the reason, reason why I like this beer is that once in a while, I just want to have an IPA, you know, something that's really just aromatic, I can sit there and smell. Because this beer does have a great aroma. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not really wanting to, you know, if I have work to do or something and not wanting to get any kind of buzz going, then this is a beer I, I, I like to
3: have around. It's it's kind of interesting when you when you think about session beers, and I hadn't thought about it, but but, you know, now that we have these different sort of styles of them, when you look at something like the the Prima Pils or even the, the Trogue's Pale Ale or uh, the Victory Lager, those are all like sort of very bright, fully realized beers, right? But then you have the the heavier stuff like like the the Red Point, the darker beers, the Red Point, uh, the Stone Levitation here, which is also a darker beer, and those feel like they've taken something out of them, which is you know interesting. And so for a session beer, you're right that this is a beautiful smelling beer, and I can Well, see I, th- I
0: think the biggest difference here is that. Those fully formed beers, I think, as he's described it, that's generally the typical style. That's how that style of beer is. Mm-hmm. You know, pilsners are not big beers. They're not high ABV beers. Right. Right. Um, you know, but when you start talking about IPAs and pale ales, and you know, a lot of them get over six, seven percent.
3: Sure. Well, I just say that those other those other beers. Uh, Drinking those feel very natural, as yeah. far as you know, a session beer and these other beers feel like there's something a little bit
2: so,
0: yeah,
1: I, yeah I do I, I agree
0: with it feels like there's something missing yeah from them
1: yeah I think a lot of that can be attributed to us being so spoiled yeah there's nothing maybe. wrong with well, that sure <laughs> you know? I mean geez think of think of the things you normally drink when you're at home
3: true
0: all right uh, well I think we've had them all now so. Jim, why don't you uh,
3: let us? What, what was your favorite one? Oh, see, I knew you were going to ask that question. Of course. Um, All right, we'll come back to you, Kevin. This was... <laughs> 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 you know That's what? for you. Um, I might be a bit of a Homer here, but I, you know what? I, I think of the bunch of them, the one that that struck me as being the best tonight was the Trogs Pale Ale. I think for whatever reason, I was really in the mood for it. I think it um, it was very engaging and, and spicy and delicious and such, very clean, and I, I think it's a, it shows you what a session beer can be, how flavorful and, and complex and rewarding it can be to drink something with a low lower ABV.
2: Oi, are you talking about a beer or a woman?
3: <laughs> Either way. Either way, it works. Know. Uh,
2: All right, John, how about you? Um, Very torn. I'm giving the the nod to Red Point just because it was the one I picked, and and I picked it for a reason, because it is that good. And the Trogue's Pale really comes in a close second. Um, I I thought both those two really nicely balanced. Wonderful flavor profile to them. Nothing too overly aggressive. Very sessionable, both of them. Uh,
1: throw Throw the little nod to Red Point for color. Kevin. I'm, I'm going to be the first guy not to vote for my own pick. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We know you're
0: lying. And,
2: <laughs> wait, wait. And the last.
1: <laughs> uh, Pretty sure. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a tough call here because like that Trokes really is an eye-opener. I've had it so many times, it's just, You know, but when you put it up against some of the, uh, these others around here, if it were to be me sitting around drinking, by, you know, not by myself, but everybody brings their own beers i 'd probably bring trogues on the other hand, if I were buying for a large group of people, I think that would be a little too much, not knowing, so i 'd go with one of the two that I picked, although pima pills would be my number two if it were just me buying a six pack for myself so not to let you guys wonder about my opinions on. I, I have no problem drinking the left hand or the victory lager. But, personally, if it were just about me drinking...
3: What's well, so a session beer is. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, actually, honestly, all four I really like, And the red point I really liked. And, you know, I was a little disappointed with the anchor steam and levitation. I, I really had noticed the back end falling out. Yeah. as, You know, it's like dropping something off the table. Just <laughs> slam hits the ground. Like, that was quick. So I'm really going to say that the, the two that I would... Most likely be buying for myself if I were hanging out with you guys would be the Trogues and the Premium Pills. If I didn't know you guys were coming, I had to buy beer for a bunch of people, the Victory Lager or the Left Hand ESP, because I'd be happy with any of those four.
3: I agree with you 100%. That's that's exactly (laughs) how I feel about it too, yeah.
1: Fair enough. Uh,
0: I actually agree with Kevin. Um, I I would. My personal favorite is the Prima Pills. That's probably why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the Red Point and the Trogues were close seconds in, in my book. So, all right. I think that about wraps it up for uh, beer roll number 30.
2: Wow. 30. 30. Thank
0: you guys for uh, you know putting your beers on the table. And uh, I think it was a fun time here.
2: Uh, beer, singular. For me. Beer. <laughs>
1: well,
0: we still have more beer to drink. Shh. we got to edit that part out. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we never just stop here. I mean, we've got a Cantillon, we have a, a new Glarus, a couple of home brews. I mean, we've, got, we've got a pizza
2: to order. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for coming. Jim, Beer and Whiskey Brotherhood, mm-hmm. thank you again for joining us. John from Hunterdon. Sure this he'd was bring, this was a bring lovely, us these good beers. This man. was a lovely session. Yes it was <laughs> Now we can start drinking right <laughs> <laughs> And Kevin from the liquor outlet once again. Thank you for hosting us. If you're looking for good beer, this is a place to go for sure. Mm-hmm. Not only have good beer, but actually people who know about beer. Which, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, if, if you've been to beer stores, it can be hit or miss. Just mm-hmm. because they have good beer doesn't mean they have people who know about oh. beer. So thank you, guys. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Also, I add content several times a week on simplybeer.com. So read, leave your comments. You can also subscribe to the podcast on mm-hmm. iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Simply Beer and as well as our Facebook group. This is Peter Kennedy, brewer and creator, Simply Beer, saying goodnight.